Okay, Ryan Slav and Shane Koch, any questions? Ryan, what were your emotions like leading up to today's game, and how do you feel you stacked up? Um, I mean, obviously my first start, I was I was nervous, I was excited, but I mean, credit to my coaches. They, I mean, we prepared just really hard this week, and I know I I put in a lot of work in the film room and in practice, and so I think we were we were ready to go. Out. When did you know you were going to start? I knew by probably Sunday this week, so going into the week. Right, what does this do for your confidence going into next year? Like having a game like this, and you can go up. Yeah, I mean, it builds my confidence for sure. Um, I've had a lot more football to play in my career, so it builds confidence and, yeah. How much did the, the, the play, you know, the, the trick play from Jimmy Toast and Dylan, did that kind of get you guys going a little bit today? Absolutely. Thank you. Know, Thank you. That time. Gave us some good energy, um, gave the team some life, and we were, we were in it the whole time, so. Shane, what are your emotions right now just finally your uh, I mean, it's been a long season, for sure. It's been a long one, but I think, you know, I think every game we fought hard. You know, I think I think that's kind of been the story. We always make a mistake here or there, you know, kind of end up going the other way. But at the end of the day, we play hard. And I, I mean, you can always build off that, you know, for next season and on and just really building that foundation from this first year. I hate to ask you this now, but we're not going to get a chance to see you. Are you planning on returning for next year? Uh, still trying to figure it out, to be honest. Uh, definitely leaning towards it, but I'm not sure. Definitely going to take this off season, this time to figure that out. Ryan, how did you feel about uh, the way your offensive line played in front of you? Oh, they played amazing. I mean, I, I, I don't feel like I got touched the whole game. So, I mean, obviously we've had some ups and downs throughout the year, and we even had an injury. Our, uh, Bam, our center, gets hurt early on. So, and they played such an amazing game. Again, I, I didn't get hit, I didn't get touched. So, correct, so. How much did Shador help you this week? A lot. Shador was a huge help. I mean, just confidence and helping me see things, helping me prepare with things. I and mean, he's, he's just been amazing for me. So a great guy for not only me to watch throughout the whole year, but this week in particular, he's helped me out a lot. Shane, you've been a leader of this defense this whole season. What have you learned about your game and just leading us for that time? Uh, I think we've come a long way since those first few weeks. I mean, Obviously, with those first few weeks we won, you know, we're high. Uh, I think going to Oregon, USC, faced a lot of difficulties, especially at that Stanford game. But I think taking that bye week and those practices and after that, I think we learned a lot just how much better we could be and how much better we need to be. So I think this season was definitely a lot of growing. But I think, you know, as we saw towards the end of this game and then many games this season, I mean, we play hard every single game, every single snap, no matter what it is, no matter what the situation is. And I'm just continuing to build off that. And that's... Credit to Coach Kelly, Coach Sal, Coach Williams, all those guys, and then also the players, you know, how hard we play and how hard we work to be better. Maybe this isn't as many wins as you guys wanted during the season, but Shane, do you feel like you got the most out of your opportunity here in Colorado? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say so for sure. I mean, this is this has definitely been an interesting season, you know, all around all the cameras, all the media, the way the season went, you know, I don't think any of us expected to go how it goes, but I mean, Everything you learn off of, everything you build off of. So I think, you know, after this season, I think, you know, a great foundation is built. I mean, this is the first of something that's going to be great, I know for sure. So just excited to see what it turns into and what it becomes. Ryan, for the two-minute drill, I mean, what were the conversations like on the sideline going into that draft? How progressive did you, were you expecting the play calling to be at that point? Yeah, I mean, obviously our game plan was to be slow and to huddle and slow the game down. And going into the two-minute drill, we obviously sped things up. And by then... 
I think me and the offense and the, everyone, the O-line just had a good amount of confidence. So I mean, we were ready to call whatever it was and go out and execute. How valuable was Travis there? Obviously, he, the touchdown gets taken away, but I mean, how much confidence does he give you just knowing he's out there for you? In, an insane amount of confidence. I mean, he's the best player in college football right now. Um, so just, I mean, he's a safety net, but he's also a weapon at the same time. And so for me, having a guy like him in my first start, it's, I mean, it's huge. So he played great. Ryan, with your connections, was that frustrating then when you see they got the ball, they run it out for eight minutes, nine minutes, just like man, you guys are able to counter, you need to get a chance to get back? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously frustrating. Um, and credit to them, they had a great game plan as well. So, I mean, we scored and left enough time, but they, they executed that last drive just really, really well. So, credit to them. Shane, they had the ball for two-thirds of the game. Statistically, you held them down. I know their injury depleted as well, but... Defensively, you guys had some really good stops to hold them to field goals. Mm -hmm. How good did that feel defensively? They only get three on those drives instead of seven. I mean, it feels good. I think it's that bend, don't break mentality. I think that you have to have to adapt to when you're in that situation in the red zone, low area. And I think it's, you know, just good calls from Coach Kelly and then us just playing hard. You know, this last game, you know, give it all you got, every single thing you got. So just playing hard and knowing that we have to stop them and give the ball back to the offense. Sam, could you, uh, I know it's been a really long season, could you contrast how you felt at the beginning of the season, how you feel now emotionally, physically? Uh, definitely a little tired, a little beat up for sure. But I think, I mean, a lot of excitement obviously going to the season. I think, you know, like I said earlier, what all this was, you know, all the excitement, all the all the energy, you know, I think, you know, obviously season took a turn. But I think at the same time, it's it was a lot of growing, a lot of adapting, a lot of understanding, a lot of just character building, not only for myself, but the team as a whole. I mean, this is... Like I said, the first of something that's going to be great. Like, I, I know that for sure. So I think, you know, going through the season, a lot of ups and downs, you know, a lot of hills and peaks. But I think, you know, at the end, we played hard. You know, we had a lot of great stops, like we said earlier. And I think it's just something to understand we can build off this. Like, we can really be something great. Ryan, what were your conversations like with Coach Shermer during the week? And how did he kind of – what was his message to you going into this one? Yeah, I mean, obviously we've started to build a better – uh, connection throughout since he's gotten his promotion um, and this week I mean I just think he did an amazing job just preparing me preparing the offense and sort of changing our, our offensive style within a week to slow down and control the game a little more and make things a little bit easier for me with my first start um, so yeah it was great we obviously built a connection he just he's done an amazing he did an amazing job this week so and you came here to, to transfer to play for Coach Prime now that you've played a season under him. What have you learned from him? What do you take away from, from him as a coach? Uh, it's it's been interesting. I think you know, definitely different from Dartmouth, but I think that's I think that's been the beauty of it. You know, just his energy, his passion that he's brought this season and to the whole team, and just how much he puts in us and how much he wants us to be great and building off of that. So I think, you know, being at him, I've learned a lot, you know, not only from him, but all the people he's brought in, from Warren Sapp to Michael Irving, and just being around those guys and being around him. And I think I think the best thing about Coach Prime is just how high his expectations are for us. They're higher than what we set for ourselves. So I think, you know, just understanding how much better he know, understands that we can be and how much better we know we need to be to reach those and exceed those expectations. Okay, last one. Go ahead, Brian. Can both of you guys comment on this? You guys both got here in January. Where is this program right now compared to when you guys first got here? I mean, obviously, it's come a long way. The season 
it's, we started out hot and it kind of didn't go the way we wanted. But I just think, like Shane said, I mean, there's there's been glimpses of hope throughout this whole entire season. And I think the foundation that Coach Prime's built here, I mean, it's on an upward trajectory. We're going we're gonna to be great. So, um, I think, yeah. Yeah, I say been off with stops. I think, you know, coming January, especially during that time, spring ball, you know, a lot of uncertainties, who was going to be here, who was not. And then, you know, after that, going this summer, bringing all the new guys, I think I think we forget, you know, sometimes just how how different of a situation this has been in college football and probably will never happen again. So I think, you know, just what we did in this season, you know, the things we accomplished and how we played and how we've come together as a group in such a short time. I mean, it's really just been a summer and then, you know, uh, winter when we all came in. So I think it's just, you know, laying a great foundation and building off of that to make it something even better. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Darn good game. Considering uh, I think both starting quarterbacks were certainly out. Um, we showed up and we played well. Um, stopped. Did a great job, I feel like, at getting the ball to where it needed to go and get it out of his hands. And I think we were only second a couple times, which is a blessing for us, you got to understand. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get the catch from Travis. I thought that was good as well as a punt return back from Dylan uh, to a huge place. You, you, can't, you can't win games and, and be inconsistent in those areas. A couple big penalties. I know we got a third down, I believe, penalty rough in the past, sir. I forget what down it was. Being that early on, we got offsides as well. Um, another down. Um, got the long one called back that Jimmy caught on the sideline as well. Leaving you think man downfield. Um, where were we penalized? Penalty 7 for 59, which is not good. They ate up the clock. It was our thought process that we could co- control the clock and keep them off the field. They, they kept them off for almost 40 minutes, which is astounding. Well coached, uh, executed well, and ran the ball down our third throats. They won. They did a great job. On to the next. Thank God. Uh, we got out of there, maybe one injury, I believe, from our center. Other than that, I think we got out of there pretty uh, uninjured. But it's time to, to start projecting and start thinking about the tomorrow already. Let's go. With that being in mind, with that being in mind, rather, what is Shador's injury? Will he have to have a procedure? Shador is hurt. Will he have to have a procedure? Um, I don't know about a procedure. Shador has been hurting for a while. And just prolonging that, prolonging that, and prolonging that. I think you guys are, you understand what time it is. And uh, ironically, that was my first time playing with that, my son. Shador. I played with that shallow a few times because he went on to uh, South Carolina. But that was my first time that I was available and he wasn't. Um, he played when I was in the hospital for, I think, a month in Jackson. But that was my first time playing without him, and uh, it, was, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Now, picturing him and understanding him after we take our walk, and now it's time to get down. That wasn't easy at all. Stubb did a wonderful job. If you look ahead to that, the stop, does that, does the way he played today give you confidence that he can be 
a number two quarterback next year. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's uh, a dream to be a number two quarterback. Right. I don't right. think it's a man's dream to be number two at nothing, unless that's the jersey number. So I'm not going to forecast that on uh, Mr. Sub. I think that after his performance today, he, he wants to play somewhere, um, whether it's here or, or somewhere else, he wants to play. He proved that he could play. I'm proud of him. I'm really proud of him. Defensively, it's hard to prepare for a fifth-string quarterback. How much do you know? You don't prepare for the string of the quarterback. You prepare for the team. How much do you think like you, your associate staff knew about what Utah was going to do before this game? Anybody with a darn football mind know they're going to try to run the darn ball. What else are they going to try to do? <laughs> what else are they going to try to do? Just throw it around 40 times? That's not who they are. They're a physical, tough, hard-nosed team that runs right at you, and that's what they did. That's why I adore the darn coach. It ain't hard to figure him out. You know he's coming right at you. Coach, many times after these tough losses this season, you've talked about how you haven't seen quit in your team. Yeah. As you go to the offseason, is that one of the, the key positives that you kind of take from this season? Yeah, you, you try to grasp onto anything positive that you can. And uh, the way they fought, and you look at certain positions, you, you look at, you go segment by segment and see what you have in uh, in the kennel. And uh, trust me, we're in the process of this is Coach Ray, this is his time, this is his moment, this is where he excels. This is where the scout department, uh, Corey, this is where they start doing their thing. Well, we already know what's going to come probably in the next few days to a a week and a half. We already know what's going to transpire. You, just, you guys, just gonna, you're gonna be pleased with, with what's coming. I promise you that. But everything you see that uh, we have a lack thereof, a deficit, we're gonna feel that need. What percentage of those additions this offseason do you expect to come from the transfer board? A plethora. <laughs> we we want to win now, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't mind putting the high school kids in the microwave and letting them warm up a little bit. I don't mind that. But you got to understand what, what you really get out of that. Like how many, uh, I think Dylan, uh, 14, uh, I'm sorry, I call numbers all the time. Y'all know that. Jay, come on. Yeah. But you're looking to do some things right now, like well, what we need uh, for Shador is is, is uh, we know where to find it. It ain't hard to find. Yeah. Just go to Ryan and Shane Cooks previously, and they praised that you laid a great foundation for CU football. When you look back Thank on you. this season, Thank you. what does this foundation look like to you and the path towards the future? Well, it's a little shaky in, in certain areas, but. Uh, we're certainly headed in the right direction. We're certainly trending forward. Um, we, we, we got our butts kicked twice this year, uh, 12 games. I mean, kicked twice. That There was no win in those two games. Every other game other than that, we had a shot. And I think that's uh, progress. He was in last year, right? Mm -hmm. That's progress, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two-part question. You made a big change in offensive My staff. man, I'm sorry. My man, what's up, boss? You, how you doing, sir? I'm sorry. There's royalty in the house, man. You doing okay? Thank you, Ryan. It's been a great season. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all for uh, for what, what you contributed and what you displayed and, and the truth that you told and the, the fabrication that some of you told as well. I appreciate some. I appreciate it all. You mentioned next. Yes, sir. There been a lot of next, but what's yeah. your what's your next? Your next next? What's your priority? Um, 
I make sure my sons are good. I know Shallow's banged up, Shador's banged up as well. Um, even the cameraman, Bucky's banged up right now. <laughs> my daughter's banged up, she's coming off an injury. Did we win or we lost today? We lost. It's okay, we still got the best in basketball coach in the game, women's basketball, uh, men's as well. But. But she enjoyed herself. She was calling me every morning at, at like 5 a.m. I said, oh, you know your dad is up. That's a blessing, and you know your father's up. But uh, it's, it's focus on my kids a little bit. I think we gotta, they want to go on vacation, so I got to oblige them a little bit. But we, we're getting ready to start cooking. We're getting ready to start go pick up that grocery and make sure we do it right. You know what we need. Everybody know what we need. Okay. You know darn well what we need, so we're going to get it. Two-part question. Yes, sir. How do you you know I'm old now. You know that. That's <laughs> lost okay. one. The first part, how do you think Pat Schroeder did any elevation to back half of the uh, First of all, this wasn't easy because of the, uh, the protections and all this stuff. Uh, Pat and I communicate really well. Pat and Sean communicated really well. Uh, Pat and Shador communicates really well. So... I think he did a great job, I really did. I mean, we don't want to give them like their students A, B's, and C's or whatever. And you know what we got to do to get better. So you don't want to start grading your coaches, you know what time it is. Well, I don't think we're the only um, team in the country who, who made a change, who changed some things around when they felt like they needed to. And uh, we did, we did as such, so it is what it is. The second part would be, how many changes do you expect to the staff in general this summer? A few, a few. Including offensive coordinator. Excuse me. Including OC. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Coach, how you gonna ask me? <laughs> how did Pat do? Then you want to shoot him? Lord, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what kind of boy is that? Pat, no, you ask him. <laughs> yeah, make sure Pat knows he asking those kind of questions. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Great question. Great question. Coach, in regard to this game, uh, as, far, as far as run the ball, Savion had really the first quarter. I don't know if you're going away from just running the ball with him. I think you go, you run the ball, period. It's just, uh, I think every one of our backs are capable. I don't know if we just said, okay, you're out of the game, say, you're not going to touch it anymore. We don't make those type of decisions. Um, we make decisions based on momentum and based on what we're capable of doing. Coach, you mentioned these close games. You said right there. Yeah. Yeah. Game operation stuff gets magnified. Yes, sir. Those two timeouts early in the third. Was that a miscommunication? Was that um, how are they going to use that in fourth? You, you're huddling. You're huddling. Okay. And <coughs> at times I was like, like, God, come on, come on, come on. Let's 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 make a projection. Let's get out of the huddle in 20 seconds. So when you're doing all the motions and all that, then you got time to, to do what you got to do. And uh, it was a substitution kind of situation that went on there, and I got to protect us. I can't let us, we can't lose five yards, so we're going to have to take a timeout right there. I understand what you're saying, but at the, the prominent time, we, we got to do what we got to do at that time. Coach, Coach Ryan Stock had the fumble on the first possession and then kind of obviously bounced back after. Right. What does it say about the young quarterback that after a turnover is able to kind of find himself again? Well, he refocused and, and, and he recalibrated himself. I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm, I really am proud of this young man. You have no idea the leaps and bounds that he's made because I've been there at every day of practice. So it, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Proud of him.
Coach, what did you see from Shador this week in helping get Ryan up to speed for this game? I think Shador was trying to help himself get out of bed this week. I don't know how much he contributed to that with Ryan. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he was just trying to take care of his, take care of his body and get himself together. And we had a bug going around the whole team, including coaches, that uh, I called Weaver before the game and I told him, I can't believe you're not here. What is wrong with you? Uh, he's a pro man. And I, I really wanted him to end right. And, uh, you know, I wanted Shador. I think he had a couple records he could have eclipsed. And, but Weaver, you know, could have got his thousand for, for certain. So, uh, but he's a heck of a young man. And I can't wait to see his next journey. Shane Cook said several times about the foundation that he feels uh -huh. like has been built. Can you describe in your mind what foundation has been built this season? Uh, understanding what we're capable of and what does it what it takes to get to that level of consistency, of uh, practice habits, of study habits, of uh, holding one another accountable, uh, me not having to do all the yelling, the coaches taking a, a part in that as well. Um, we established some things that are foundational that when these new young men come in here, they're established in stone and they just gotta proceed with caution, so, so to speak because the guys that are here, they understand this is how it is, this is how it's going to be, and we're going to keep, make sure the standard is the standard. Yeah. Coach, you said during the week that you, your staff hadn't started conversations with players that, that have the option to come back or, or not. What, has, I, don't, I don't, the option to come back or not. Or if, they, if they're, just where they stand. Are you putting words in my mouth? Did I say that? Did, did I say kids have the option to come back? I don't I think, think exhausted eligibility or not. Oh. Yeah, like if they if they want to use their eligibility. Oh, now say that. Yeah. Say that. That's much more clear. <laughs> Sorry. Because when you say it like that, it comes out different nationally, right? <laughs> Sorry. There you go. But how, how quickly will those conversations start with players? Is that something you guys want to do as Coach Steph? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's something that uh, some of the players already started. And some of them, I met with a few players last, last week, this past week that, you know, that you heard murmuring, uh, murmurings in uh, did I say that right? That's still the sound right there. I don't bickerings or whatever. We hope that they uh, plan on staying and some guys that, you know, they want to go, God bless them. You know, we want the best for them. We want the best for all these young men. Coach, we, over the next few weeks, I know it's obviously huge before signing day, before mm -hmm. all that. Will you personally be doing in-home visits with recruits? I don't know. If it's beneficial, I may. If it's not, I won't. What you think? You think it's beneficial? <laughs> Coach, uh, this is your first season at the FBS level. What are some things that you feel you've learned about yourself personally? Well, uh, FBS and uh, FCS, levels of levels, man. I think we, I think everybody that we brought from FCS done a pretty good job in FBS, right? So I, I don't think it's a different level of uh, players that, that we brought in. Uh, what I learned for myself is forget the levels. I mean, you could do that in youth football. I learned a tremendous amount of patience. I mean, it would seem so impatient with some of the things that we did. But I learned a tremendous amount of patience and I learned really what we need. Really what we need in the character of the young men that we need. I learned so many things about what we need and do not deviate from that. And one more stick to that. One more, go ahead, Bill. I'm good. I ain't got nowhere to go. That's my man. Yeah. So, so it's really been a really long season. Um, it could, yeah, it seems as though. Yeah. But could you uh, contrast how you felt at the first part of the season 
how you're feeling now? Well, I could I could see, um, you know, I could I could see around the corner tremendously. I don't just see what's right ahead. So at the beginning of the season, I kind of saw around the corner. I think I, I kind of forewarned you guys at the Oregon game. So you better get us now because I, I, I know what's I know what we have in house. I know what we don't have. I know what we're liking tremendously. And that was a prelude to, to some things that that kind of fell apart um, as well. That that they really dominated our weaknesses. But uh, I love everything that transpired. I could not grow if I didn't go through what we've gone through. I could not prosper if, if, if I didn't glean from from what transpired this season. I, I could not be who I am if I didn't have these tasks at hand. I'm, I'm truly thankful. This is not the first challenge I've had in my life, but I, I know how I finish. I know how this is going to end. I, I promise you I know how this is going to end. Any other questions? You, you mentioned have? Coach Mo and how important the next couple of months are going to be for him and, and the strength staff. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are the during his time here have you seen that that gives you so much confidence in his abilities to get? Yeah, I'm not going to just single out one coach. We're not going to do that. No, just the strength coach in general. The strength coaching staff in general. What what gives you so much confidence that they can do what you need them to do over the offseason? Well, everybody's going to be evaluated. How about that? Every coach. It's going to be evaluated, not just, let's, let's, let's slow down a little bit and let's get evaluations for not just players, not coaches as well. Do you feel like you, have, do you, feel like you have the resources at Colorado to, exceed, to succeed at the level you expect to? We're, we're getting there. Um, we, we definitely need giving, you know what I mean. Um, it's unfortunate to say this, but some kids cost. It's unfortunate to say this, and, and if you... I have not charted this yet, but that I've asked for the uh, numbers, but if you start thinking about the top several teams in the country, let's see what was spent on um, assembling the teams. You know, we can sit up and talk about great coaching and great this and great that all we want, but you, you, uh, it's gonna be a credit card swipe some kind of way with all these guys going to these playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean, I understand that. And you gotta have a quarterback. You look um, commonality, um, players, quarterback, run game, they can stop the run. That's pretty much what all these uh, pretty darn good teams share. When you compare the situation when you entered Colorado football and coming to now, even after a loss, how do you describe or how do you feel about the mentality of those kids in the locker room right now? Tell me what do you mean by mentality? How do they approach ending the season even though it's a Well, they wanted to win. But they've won. If you were here a year ago or if you saw kind of what we came into in the spring, they won. They won. Maybe not on the scoreboard week in and week out, but they won. And we got to build off uh, the things that they've been tremendously successful with. We had a chance to win that game. I like that. I really like that, especially without a quarterback. I like that. Especially without some things that I know we're going to get commitments from in probably about 10 days. I like that. I like where we are. I really do. With this being the last Pac-12 game in the football history, mm -hmm. how was your experience in year one of the Pac-12, and what message would you have for the Big 12 next year? Um, I don't give messages, but the Pac-12, 
was tremendous. I think the, the thing that people underestimated about the Pac-12 is if you have a good quarterback, you got a chance. And I don't know too many Pac-12 teams that don't feature a darn good quarterback. And uh, oftentimes a team that can run the football. So the people that made a tremendous jump, they got stability at quarterback and they were able to run the darn football. So this is a tremendous uh, conference that I hate to see abandoned or gone or whatever word is proper for what's transpiring. And I can't wait to get to where we're going because I, that commissioner is a phenomenal human being, phenomenal friend, and uh, I know what he's going to bring to the table, and I know what we're going to bring to the table, and I'm happy that uh, Rick George made it happen, tremendously happy. Two-part question about Travis. Mm -hmm. um, about Travis? About Travis. He was phenomenal, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, how big of a resource do you think he was for Ryan today? Coming Travis is a resource for anybody, man. Travis is Travis. I don't think Travis practiced this whole week. He's a sick, the whole week. But that's what you get. And the second part is, after with this season now over, how much do you think he developed and kind of learned from this experience of He's learning. being a two-way player? Well, Travis always been a two-way player. I know, but like going through his first college football season, full college football season like that. I'll be there in Texas State last year, huh? Yeah, but I mean, he was injured for that. So kind of yeah, but he played. Right. <laughs> but he, he, was a, he was a bigger part of the offense than he was at Jackson State. You know? I was there, you know. I was, I was, I was there. Well, numbers-wise, he was certainly a better. Well, he, he played more, but when it was the time for those big games, he was there. And he contributed quite a bit. Travis is, is Travis. You don't have to blow his whistle, man. He, he is who he is. I wish we could have got that touchdown. He's going to the end zone. You spoke about running the ball. How big of an emphasis is that moving into next year? Uh, yeah. that, that's, that's, that's number 1A and 1B. Um, running the football stop of the run. That's about it. 1A and 1B. And I don't know which one is which. Coach, maybe a bit of an offbeat question, but you guys use three different kickers pretty consistently this season. Do you foresee any? You mean a kickoff guy, a field goal guy, and a punt guy? It's pretty much that, yes. Yeah. Do you see any stability for that position, maybe get one guy who can do all things? I don't think they make those guys anymore, do they? They don't. I don't think they make it. I think we got the best punter in the country. Mata is Mata. Um, we got to get more consistent, consistency in the kickoff. That's one thing we got to do. We got to make sure we take care of that. The long snapper's done a phenomenal job as well. The kicking game, or the kickers, not the kicking game, but the kickers <coughs> has been I'm sorry. Tremendously consistent this year. Tremendously consistent. Uh, Coach, how, uh, the huge emphasis. How are you doing, sir? Yes, sir. How are you? Um, a huge focus on, during this season, as the season's gone on, has been the offensive line. Mm -hmm. How do you view as, that they progressed as this season, and how much of a focus in, in the offseason do you think you'll? As I said, I've been here. You just set me up, man. You just set up question, man. You just set me up. I'm, I'm just wondering you know, how you view they progressed through the season. You, you, I've seen them improve going two sacks today. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was great. We're happy. We're happy with the way they played today. <laughs> Anything else for Coach? How do you think Shadow will play this year? I mean, I think Shoot. he kind of he goes under the radar a little bit. I don't think he does. Not for, for opposing teams. Shadow Shadow played his butt off this year, man. He uh, Shadow's been consistent. He's not the other brother. He's Shadow. He's a uh, a force to be reckoned with. I don't know how he 
where he finished the tackles. I know he, that's what he told me all week. Dad, I got to make tackles this game. I want to lead the, uh, you know, the Pac-12 and tackles or something he was talking about. But he, uh, he he's dominant, man, in what he does. And he, he, he comes to play hard, and he brings his lunch bill every week. I'm proud of him. I know he's banged up like crazy, and I'm, I'm really, really proud of my son. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking for my man. Anything else for Coach? All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so much. Thanks for your patience. Thank you. Well, all of you. <laughs> My man. How you doing, sir? Oh.